So my husband and I, sometimes when we get a spare moment or two, we like to take our bikes and go riding through the hills and the woods and things like that. And when you're going up that big, long hill, it's literally one pedal push at a time. And that's going to get you up that hill. So you just really need to focus on breaking down those steps, know that you're going in the right direction, that you're going up that hill, knowing that what do I need to get done today? And then you're not going to get so overwhelmed. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten. And today is episode number 78. I can't even believe we're at 78. So thank you for being here. I appreciate the time and the attention that you put into joining us here each week on the podcast. Before we get started today, I did want to let you know if you're listening to this as it's released in October of 20. 21. Are we still in 21? October 2021. I am running a free three-day challenge that I'd love to invite you to. It starts today, um, October 4th, but it'll be in replay for about a week. And I just want to invite you. It's called the Holiday Profits Challenge. We did this last year. We had over 500 retailers. It blew my mind. 500 retailers join us. And again, it's a free challenge. The information is on my website at wendybatten.com. And we're going to spend three days, uh, 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, you've got that time, I know you're busy. And we're going to be giving you quick tips on how to increase the profits with things that you're already doing in your business, we don't need to add more. So I want to invite you to that three day holiday profits challenge. And I would, uh, again, and it's in October 2021. If you're re listening to us on future years, Hello there. I hope everything's awesome. But if you're listening to us live in October, um, and as we're releasing this podcast, I would love to see you there. Uh, again, it's free. And it's my way of giving back. I love helping retailers through the holiday season. Okay, let's get to today's episode. I always get excited when I introduce you to new retailers. I'm going to be chatting today, or I did chat today with Amy Hart from The Hair and the Heart. Amy is a member of my mastermind, Level Up Mastermind group, and my retailers inner circle. She's also taken my Retail Made Simple course, and she makes reference to that in the podcast. And that is a course that I launched twice a year. The next opening will be in January, and it's a foundational business course. And if you're interested in jumping on the wait list, so you'll know about that, we'll have all the information in the show notes. And again, you can find that on my website at wendybatten.com. But today, she speaks a lot about so many struggles that I think a lot of retailers have and I see daily in my one to one clients. And again, in my mastermind groups and um, the retail uh, inner circle, we have as shop owners as 
business owners in general, sometimes we have this control and we know we're doing a lot of the right things. And Amy was doing so many things right in her beautiful store. She'd built a gorgeous business connections network um, brand vision. She had uh, so many amazing things happening. The funny part is she shares a story about this. She also had, you know, she has great support and there's lots of things, you know, a lot of fun things that were in positive things that were happening, but there was something missing to grow her business, to level up her business, to understand what strategic planning was and understanding how to see the big picture of her, her dream, her dream vision. So uh, it was a pleasure to chat with Amy today. And so she could share her story, because I know a lot of us struggle with that. A lot of retailers that I work with struggle with that. One of them was letting go and delegating and trusting other people. And, you know, it's hard to do that. And I know that from experience. And I know that from working with so many retailers. Um, and she's going to share um, what the, the shift was for her and what difference that made and how she did that. Um, it's been really amazing again, watching Amy thrive again through my mastermind group and inside the retailers inner circle. And, you know, it said it was such a pleasure. And I, I asked her to, to join us. She was a little reluctant and shy. So she shares that as well too, but really stepping in to, um, the skills gaps and identifying the skills gaps and the things that you need and finding the right way to move forward. And through that is, um, what Amy's going to share with you today. And it's really been amazing watching her um, step into that role, take it like she's doing strategic planning now and working, you know, working on future planning and understanding our numbers and all of the things that are probably not as much fun. You guys hear me talk about that a lot. But you know, all of that comes back to marketing and self confidence and everything all together makes for a good CEO. And she is exemplifying this um, a thousandfold and thriving in her business. So without further ado, let's get to our interview with Amy Hart from The Hair and the Heart. And I know you're going to take some big nuggets away from this. I am so excited to introduce to you an amazing fellow retailer, shop owner, extraordinaire, and a designer. I think there's so many titles that we could give. Amy Hart from The Hair and the Heart is here with us today. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am I am so thrilled that you took time. We have been trying to connect so funny. Uh, Amy has a very busy retail business, so uh, I appreciate you taking the time. I always uh, I always want to honor that. So thank you for being here. I know that my listeners are going to be so um, excited to listen to you and how things have changed for your business in the last couple of years. And we're always growing and we're always learning. This is as we do in the podcast here, we're always sharing different ways. So before we get going, I know sometimes on the podcast, and I'm going to bring this back because you asked about it. And I, I love this part. Tell me, tell us something before we get going that maybe nobody knows about you, or that would be surprising to us. Okay. So I was telling Wendy before we started that um, I recently learned something about myself so I know no one else knows it about me. So a lot of people do know that I'm an Anglophile and I love all things English and that we travel to England and and we carry things in our shop from England and things like that. My Even my whole life growing up, I thought, I think I was supposed to have been born in England. You know, I read 
the Chronicles of Narnia and Black Beauty. And I always just envisioned myself in the English countryside. And I am 51 years old. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, I learned about two months ago that I was supposed to have been born in England. What? Yes. What do you mean supposed to have been born? (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird thing, but yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad, my father was in the Air Force. He was a fighter pilot in the Air Force. So we moved every couple of years. And so while my mother was pregnant with me, their next assignment was supposed to be in England. And he got another assignment. Like she was all packed up and ready to go to England. And then he called her and said, no, we're moving to New Mexico. Wow. And I was born in New Mexico, which is a beautiful state. And, um, but I found that out recently that I was supposed to have been born in England. So that's oh, kind of freaky because awesome. I know that is a very, that is very close to your heart. I mean, yeah, it are, is. It is very close to your heart. We talk about it and we see it in your work and super cool. Well, that's yeah. really cool. So, so yeah. yeah. So. so I have a funny story on that. Just this is, you know, <laughs> fun, fun stories or whatever. I, uh, my whole family is from Scotland or my grandmother's from Scotland and my whole family uh, in 96. 97, the year that Diana died. And that's a whole other story. And we could do a whole podcast on yes. me being there during, Di- <laughs> yeah. me being yeah. there during Diana's death. But anyway, or funeral. Um, I was in Scotland and um, I am not really big into like, I don't know, like past lives and stuff. But when we were in the Highlands in a certain part of Scotland, I just, and I'm very, I love Scotland. I love all things Scottish, but you know, you put that up to like your, my grandmother's from Scotland, <laughs> but right. I was, I can't explain it other than saying that I was moved to my core that I had been there before. And I was transported back. And I, I, I know there's, I don't have even watched Outlander. I know everybody talks about that. I, but I, I know everybody talks about it. I have not watched it. I'm like the only human being that hasn't watched it. I think, especially since I love Scotland, literally mm-hmm. moved to my, I've seen the first few episodes literally moved to my core that I had been in that space before. So it's so weird. You're giving me chills. You know what? No, I can't even, I bawled and cried and cried. And I, that's not like, I like the whole sort of, we were there for about 10 days and, but one area specifically that I can't even tell you, like right now I think about it and I'm so, I can't, I lived there. I had been there. (laughs) This is like, now people are like tuning out because Wendy's all weird, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so I understand. So links and uh, that stuff, it's cool. That's really interesting. Well, thanks for sharing that. That is really cool. I do know you are such a big, you know, and let's, well, let's talk about that. Tell tell me a little bit about your business. Tell our audience. I know about your business journey. Amy is in my, my level up mastermind group and has uh, taken some courses uh, with Mm -hmm. me, my retail made simple. And and, and we can talk a little bit about that. Maybe how (laughs) some of the fun things that happen through that. I don't know. It's so, yeah, we have a lot of stories. (laughs) Yeah. So, but let's talk about, tell us a little bit about your business journey. You know, your, uh, what brought you to become a retailer, a shop owner? Um, You know, how did you get where you are? And I'd also love to, I'd love you to share a little bit about your store name. If you don't, I always love knowing how store names. So that actually kind of ties in with what we were just talking about. Uh, the, The name of the store is The Hair and The Heart. And I always say it's the hair, like a rabbit, and the heart, like a deer. Heart means deer in Old English. It actually means male deer over five years old in Old no, English. No idea yeah. about that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That's our last name. So it's the hair and the heart, not the hair and the heart. Um, uh, and so 
Uh, our last name is Hart. I used to be an elementary school teacher and the kids always did love it when, you know, they always drew little hearts and things when they had Mrs. Hart as their teacher. And we always got heart shaped gifts at Christmas and things like that. And it was very sweet. So, um, when I was thinking of the name of our shop, I really wanted to include our last name in it, but I also wanted to evoke that it was, that it is the animal, the, the heart, the deer, the stag. Um, and when you go to England, I've looked it up. The fifth most popular pub name in England is the White Heart. Um, and so you always see a picture of a heart on that pub sign. Um, and so we were literally standing in front of a pub in England, in London, called the Jugged Hare when it hit me. I said, I've got it. You know how pubs have like the fox and the hounds or yeah. something like that. I'm like, it's the hair and the heart. And we actually debated, is it the heart and the hair or the hair and the heart? Um, we decided heart last because it's our last name and it'll help people remember it. Um, and so that's where the name of our shop comes from is just kind of evoking that, that English pub type name. Um, but yeah, so, um, and honestly, the idea for our entire business was fermenting during that that same trip to England in 2016. Um, as I said, I'm a former elementary school teacher. I'd taken some time off from teaching. Um, I have a very dear friend uh, who had a store in Tallahassee, Florida, where I was living for many, many years at the time. And she invited me to start uh, teaching classes in her studio at her. I, she knew I was a painter and she knew I was a teacher. So I started teaching classes involving paint in her studio, we developed this line of um, paint by number products that we were selling to other stores like her all over the country. We'd started a company together. And she kept encouraging me saying, you know, you really should start your own company. You really should start your own company. And sometimes it takes you getting away from your everyday life to really think about something. So it was literally while we're traipsing through the Cotswolds and while we're, you know, walking the streets of London that the idea for the business actually came to fruition. We were in a restaurant in London called the North Bank Restaurant, and there was a twall pattern for London on the wallpaper and on the menu. And I had already had the idea of fermenting in the back of my mind many, many, many years, but never knew how quite to do it. I was busy teaching and raising kids for many years. And at this point, I was ready. The timing was right. And I thought, you know, Tallahassee needs a twall. <laughs> So when we got back from that trip, I just started drawing and um, technology had evolved enough to where I could, you know, put it into a pattern, get it printed on fabric, start getting prototypes made and things like that. And uh, went and showed the fabric to my friend that had encouraged me to start the business. And she actually runs a market. Um, it's called the French Country Flea Market. And 7,000 people come to this market and I had a booth at her market that fall that was sorry that spring spring of 2017 and um she even she even invited me to go on the local tv station that morning as the vendor she could choose one vendor to go on with her she had 200 vendors and she so sweetly asked me to be the vendor to go on with her so we had people coming up to our booth that morning saying I saw you on tv I love the fabric I love the product you've made with it where's your store I didn't have a store. I had made a rudimentary website and we had <laughs> the, all the things that were in that booth, that 10 by 10 booth. And my husband and both of my kids who are now in their, now in their um, mid to early, early to mid twenties, then they were, you know, late teens, early twenties. Um, it was totally just us in the booth sold out in those two days. 
and then did another market and another market. And then at that point, people really were saying, where's your shop? And I noticed people bought things, people buy things made out of fabric and fabrics when they see them in person, when they can touch them, feel them. And so I was like, we need to get these in front of people. Um, and then they will go to your website later to buy it and whatnot. So um, really thought really hard and prayed a lot about it. Are we ready to open a retail business? Um, I had four mm-hmm. criteria for that first little store in Tallahassee that we opened. One was that it needed to be visible from a main road. And this is all stuff I made up myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, no, I love this. I love, cause your story is so, it's so, anyway, it's so many other, like, uh, here's a product, here's a, you know, oh, let's start with a booth or a market or whatever. And it's yeah. like, you know, so I, I, Go, I can go for it. I can't wait to hear okay. what, your, what your fourth is. It's so funny. Yeah, there, I, I yeah. actually went and looked yeah. for a book called Opening a Brick and Mortar for Dummies or whatever. Oh, no. oh, no. And there weren't, no, there weren't any. So I was like, okay, let's just do this. So it was yeah. needed to be in a good location, visible from a main road. Right. Uh, needed to be small so that I could merchandise it easily and needed to be um, um, inexpensive enough that it wasn't going to give me a heart attack signing a lease. Yeah. And, and so this sounds impossible, doesn't it? <laughs> and either it was already cute or could be made cute. Well, my husband said, hey, there's that location at da-da-da-da-da. Right. I really think you should consider it. So we went and looked and we were, I mean, it met all the criteria. We made it cute. It wasn't already cute. We made it cute. But um, signed the lease, actually got them down to a one-year lease just in case we didn't want to do this forever and opened our little shop in... September of 2017. Um, And then quickly started out growing it within the next few months. Um, We didn't just do our own products either. So our our whole motif is English at heart with a Southern soul and a French twist. So it's it's all my my heritage and my decorating style. Um, You know, toile is French too. So, and kind of evokes that English countryside and all that. But we also did bring in products from England, from France, and then local artists and artisans as well. And from all throughout the Southeast United States too. people we'd seen, you know, from our travels and things like that. So, so we opened with all that and and we're doing great. And we had kind of a three-year plan to move to where we are now. Um, There, our town where we are now that we have actually moved ourselves and our shop to is called Thomasville, Georgia. It's about 30 minutes North of Tallahassee. Both of the cities are right on either side of the Florida Georgia line. So we're in the same region. It's called the Red Hills region here. And it's a beautiful part of the country. Um, so we had kind of a three-year plan. Wouldn't it be neat to move to Thomasville? Because it, hmm. it's a shopping and dining destination, historic town and everything. And honestly, one day when my daughter was working at our little shop in Tallahassee, and by the way, she helped me start the whole business too. She had graduated from Florida State University with her degree in art history and museum studies. I um, had done it in three years and had was you know, kind of, it was almost like a gap year for her that I said, Hey, starting this business, why don't you help me? So Come we were in our your mama. <laughs> yeah. yes. And yeah. she actually, I mean, it was wonderful. It was such a neat memory to go back and think about that time in our studio there at our old house and everything. And, and that little first shop and, and stuff. And then she went off and spread her wings, did some things that, you know, with her degree and, and everything, um, worked at Biltmore State in North Carolina. She's now back working with us full time. She right when I needed her, I asked her and she was ready to come back. So that's later on, but so where am I? Oh yeah, Thomasville. So, <laughs> but it was kind of in, in, in our minds 
that would be the ultimate goal. Well, we did it in nine months, not three years. So we found one day we were, we'd actually gone to the French country flea market as shoppers, not vendors. While my daughter worked the shop and my husband and I then afterwards went, came up to Thomasville, went to lunch, walked out of the coffee shop, turned right. And there was a for rent sign in the space where we are now. (laughs) And it had been a shop I'd been going to for years that, that, Face and it's beautiful and I love it. And I actually had to sit down on the bench outside and put my head between my knees because I almost fainted. <laughs> it, I, I will say, like, we will share links to your shop, but it, your shop is stunning. It is beautiful. And it I is. can see why you fell in love. The exterior, the whole thing. I mean, your interior is beautiful as well, too. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful yeah. display windows out front yeah. and, and the original wood floors, the tin ceilings, everything. Um, so we opened up, we moved to Thomasville, and it's actually about four times as big as my little shop in Tallahassee. We decided to go ahead and move the whole the whole thing. A lot of people asked to we keep our, our store down there. But honestly, this air, this town pulls from the entire area. I, I see as many people from that from Tallahassee here as I did down in Tallahassee. So um so it's just a great uh, location for us. Um and we opened that in it's been three years now that we've been here in this location and we moved ourselves up here as well. So right. yeah, that's we're right great. near it. Yeah. yeah. So one thing, so that that's that's crazy fast growth. I mean, you saw the need, you know, you knew there was a need, but your journey is so um well, it's inspiring, but it's all it's it's a, a common story that I hear, you know, no major retail, you know, you didn't buy like a big retail, you know. I, I thought it was hilarious when you said, you know, we're looking for, you know, brick opening brick and mortar for dummies, you know. So yeah, yeah. Just, so, just so people know, I do now have a <laughs> an yes, I didn't know you yet. <laughs> I know, I know. We do have an entire class now, our whole uh done for you workshop now that you can buy. You. And it's like, yeah. yeah, how to open a business because I saw that need as well, too, because I couldn't find either when I so your journey as far as um you know just sort of filling the needs that you saw I mean we you know we it's a hobby it's really our hobby and our passion I always say passion to business right or hobby to business because you know a hobby sounds too like whatever but like you were so passionate about this and you had all these like all these things come together, right? You're the, the person that you were collaborating and working with, you know, your paint by numbers and all of these things, like all these ideas and I love, love, love and I want to come back to where you said, sometimes we have to step away, like you were in England, you know what I mean? Like we have to have like a whole change of perspective or, you know, it can be just leaving, you know, the job you're in, or it could be, you know, going to England, or it could be going to the beach for three days and just Mm -hmm. thinking and and Mm -hmm. thinking and making space for those ideas and making space for things and thoughts to come and being very brave to follow through with them. And it's brave. And everybody listening, like everybody listening right now, everybody's so brave because if you're running a shop or if you're thinking about running a shop, you have to have that brave, you have to have your brave pants on. There's no guarantee. There's no, you know, even if you did have the, the, you know, business for dummies or whatever it is, you know, there's no checklist. I recently had somebody say, you know, I want the formula or the list, you know, to make it success. There's not right. There's a lot of heart. There's so many balls. There's so many things. Location. I love your four. I loved the four things that you did. That was very, you know, very smart. Um, you guys aren't, you know, you, neither one of you have, uh, and I, I say neither one because I know your husband was very involved in helping, you know, I know he doesn't work in like 
day to day or whatever, but, you know, obviously, and that's very common as well, too. We have our partners or, you know, family um, helping us and supporting us through these moves because we can't do it alone. Those are our, our, you've heard me say, I say this regularly, that's our board of directors, right? The people sitting at our kitchen table, they're, they're invested in that as much as we are. So I love your journey. I love that you, and I love what you're doing. And I think there was a need and obviously there was. And so then you expand and grow. You've got this big shop that you're running. And, you know, you and I've had a lot of conversations and I mentioned earlier, um, our first interaction, I don't, I don't even know, I don't know how you went to, to finding my course or whatever, but our first interaction was when, uh, Amy joined, uh, my course called retail made simple. It's a four week, like deep dive into business. Cause you were doing really well. Your customer base was good. Your clients, everything forward facing, if I may say it was beautiful and working. Would that yeah. be a good thing to say? Yeah. So yes. what yeah. was the struggle? Like, let, let, let's talk about the struggles that happened with this massive growth or not struggles, but like the tensions or whatever that were happening. Um, and I, and I, and I'll share a little story about some of the emails you said. I was just like, Oh, Amy, I just love you. You're just so, she's a doer just so everybody listening, you know, obviously again, <laughs> having that courage to move forward and keep moving forward and seeing you're very vision orientated. Like, you know what you want, you know what you, like your shop is very like, um, it's just very, it's just beautiful. And it's also, you know what you want to show and how you want to show it and what you want people to buy and, you know, how you want them to interact in your store. Very vision forward, very forward facing, very beautiful. But where was the tension and in your business at that point in time? Um, okay, so that was last September. I think it was, was that last September. Was that only a year that's, ago? That was only. Holy moly. Okay. So I'm yes. gonna, let's talk about in yes. the middle of a pandemic as well. Too. It was let's in the middle talk of about the pandemic. That, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, we built the business to where it was rocking and rolling. Um, and I designed yeah. a, by the way, I wanted to say I designed a 12 for Thomasville as well. And that's oh, actually right, how I was right. able to meet so many people here when we moved here. They were so welcoming and so excited about that idea. And I got all their input for each image that was going to be on that. Okay. If people don't know what a twall is. It has images on it. It's a fabric with images. But right. anyway, thank you. No, let's uh, let's yeah. let's let's pause that uh, tension and go to. You did build an incredible community. Again, your shop was doing really well. It was really busy, and the collaborations that you made in your community. You've shared with me a lot of, um, you know, just hosting things and being involved in your community. Super mm-hmm. important. I love to like you are really involved. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I love what I love sometimes is if, when it's a quiet moment in the store, I'm kind of looking around and every single thing in the store reminds me of someone. Um, oh, sorry. I almost cried. That's really <laughs> nice. Almost cried. That's really yeah, nice. Friendships yeah. that have been built through our business. It is incredible when I really look at that community and we're actually talking about, you know, we need to get all these people together for one big party. Um, yeah. um, uh, so it's, I think it was, um, Rockefeller that said, I'd rather have friendships built on business than a business built on friendship. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Not that the other is bad, but like when you are doing business with someone and you're collaborating on things, it's all those creativity and everything that comes together. And then you have that, there's trust built there. And it's just been incredible over the years, the, the friendships that have been made. So to get back to your question about that tension, um, from last September, um, we were in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and like you said, my husband, um, he's the CEO of three other companies, three organizations in Tallahassee right now. So we're, you know, we're both like working, working, working through the, through the, the pandemic. 
you know, I was so blessed that we had already built a website, that we already had the paint line that we sell. We were already an authorized online retailer for them because everyone started painting during the pandemic. So we're busy shipping paint all over the country, doing all this stuff, keeping the website up to date, filming Facebook videos and, and, you know, really trying to get people to feel like they were shopping in our store while they were at home. And, you know, I mean, I'm taking paint swatches out to cars to have people pick their paint, run back in and get the paint, you know, all that stuff. So it was like busy, 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 busy. And then somewhere like in September, I think like my head popped up out of the ground and it was like, wait, what are we doing? Like, you know, at, at the beginning of 2020, my daughter, Maddie and I had sat down and we have this big whiteboard up in our office in the, um, in the shop. And it still has the same things written on it from a year and a half. <laughs> because I've now, I now have a different way of planning because of you, but we had a big whiteboard and we were like, these are, we kind of had made annual goals, but not like organize them by quarter or anything like that. It was just like a vision board kind of. And, and I went back and I looked at that and I'm like, we haven't done any of the things that we thought we were going to do in 2020. And it's kind of like just that, I think it's kind of like when you just stop and look around, you're like, oh, wait, this isn't what I envisioned for my business for this year, but we were doing well. 2020 was actually a really good year for us revenue-wise and whatnot. Well, but a lot, of, a lot of us get busy. We can make a profit and be busy and, and, and making, you know, there's money in the bank. <laughs> there's money in the bank. We're making money, you know, but it's, the business is good. But are we fulfilling our vision? I think that's where, like, are you know, where are we going with this? We're just busy being busy. We're reacting. I, I believe that you were in a very reactive, not proactive phase, exactly. right? Like you were just yeah. like doing, just doing, just doing. Like and that just, and I'm not saying just doing that. That's just what happens to a lot of it us, is. especially last year. <laughs> like, you know, last like, year was what's just, next? What's next? Yeah, what's next? I actually love yeah. the analogy. You said, okay, like my head popped up and I started looking around. It's like, take a breath and look around and what are we doing? So yeah, I do. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that is such a, I don't want you to beat yourself up, but that's just a really common thing that, especially as the growth and like it got really busy. I know that, you know, you had a good year last year with, you know, a lot of retailers had a great year with the online, but it's like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, are we just going to yeah. keep going like this or right. what? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you, and we knew life was going to, you know, change a little bit too, as things opened up and, and whatnot. So I actually was in the midst of doing something really boring that, as we know, we all have to do. I was eating the vegetables before the dessert, and I was having to figure <laughs> out a new point of sale system that linked, that synced with my website and all that stuff. So I have another friend um, that owns a shop in Tallahassee, different friend who owns a different shop, who has been a mentor for me as, as well. And she she had gone on the same journey with me with our websites and our point of sale system. So I, she said, I said, Hey, do you have this point of sale system? And she said, yes, I've got it in my shop. Would you like to come in and see it in action? And I said, sure. So I went down there. I was chatting with her long story to tell you very shortly how I found you. Um, she listens to your podcast okay. and she was, she's in your, um, you know, follows you on Facebook and whatnot. And she said, listen, you really, as we were chatting about the point of sale system, and um, about kind of where we were in our businesses and what was going on. And she said, you know, you really need to start listening to Wendy Batten. And um, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know this. Anyway, yes. Okay. <laughs> and she said she is a different type of creative business. Um, she doesn't sell a paint line. She doesn't do workshops and things like that. And she said, I really, I get a lot from her, but I think you're like, you fit her. Like you guys speak the same language. You and Wendy speak the same language. And I said, I certainly. So I came like literally that day, I came home, da, da, da. And you were, um, signing people up for your retail made simple course. And I signed up and the rest is history because it just was life changing for me. Um, 
going through that course, I'd like to do it again too. And I think it's important. Like if I had taken your course back when I was looking, like not knowing at the beginning of my business, now I had things to attach what you were teaching us to. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, absolutely. We don't know what we don't know. And then we can learn, but yeah. So I've taken courses several, I have retailers that have taken retail made simple several times. Like they go, they come through it every time because we're always at a different level too, right? So we glean things from right. information that we learn. Like we can learn the basics this round, but like, I'm not ready for this yet. Or, you know, like I don't have a POS right. system yet, or I don't have reports or I don't have, you know, whatever it might be. So I, yeah, I totally understand what you mean. And I can see you taking. I have to tell a story though. Like when you started, I didn't know you, a lot of people that come into my world, I've had some kind of interaction with and, um, you know, either just on Facebook or whatever. And all of a sudden this, Amy girl just joins me, you know, and I'm welcoming everybody. And I think on day one, I get this email from you. And so it, I still have it. I actually, behind me, I have a bulletin board and it's all, it, this sounds dorky. I'm a kind of a dork that way, but it's all like little, maybe things that people have sent me or mm-hmm. thank you notes. or just, it's a reminders to me that, of you know, the things that we're doing and the things that I'm help, I'm helping to build and do and to keep going. I guess we all need one of those, right? And there, one of your emails is back there on that board because it's so cute. It was so, I think like, I don't even remember, like you just said, I have to just tell you this. It's like, I have like learned so much. I can't remember the exact wording. I should have brought it out. I, so I should have shared it here, but it's so, I'll, I'll try to share it maybe in the podcast. It was like just the, the one-liner or whatever that you had said. It's like, my mind is blown. And I hope, and then I think you sent me like four or five emails like right in a row after every course. Yes, and I was I know, like, yeah. I, I, and I, you know, I was sharing with you earlier that, you know, I'm so proud of being able to help that. Cause that, I didn't have that when I was growing, when I was growing, when I was growing my business, I didn't have anybody to, that's why I, cre- and you know that that's why I created uh, retail made simple. That's why I created the retailers inner circle because I want to be able to handhold with people uh, and help them uh, build their business because we can have so many wonderful things happening on the front end, right? Like you did. I mean, you are, you are doing amazing. You are still doing amazing. You're, everything's amazing. But when we have the support on the back end, and that's what I wanted to help create for you. And that's where I've seen such a big shift. So like you took the course, you took the four week course. And I like the whole, like a- Amy's like one of those students. It was like, She's like, I'm showing up for every live. You even showed up for a live from your hairdresser's head. <laughs> yes. So it's so funny. Like for the live coaching, you're like, I'm not missing it. And my hairdresser's on board because I got you to do your pods in. And one of the funniest things that I've never forgotten, and I share this a lot, I share all the time about marketing. And I always say, you want to be the go-to for Twal, or you want to be the go-to for, you know, whatever it is. And I always say, you want the hairdressers talking about you and sending people to you. And you're literally sitting in your hairdresser's uh, uh, chair. And you said to me, my hairdresser sends all kinds of people to me. (laughs) This is the epitome of, you know, getting the hairdressers to talk about you from a marketing point of view. I think that's amazing. It was just so, I don't know, you you, you touched my heart as well, watching you implement but let's get, let's move mm-hmm. forward to that. So some of the things after this four week course, and not only that, I saw some shifts in, you know, you started to really take your business. Um, you put your CEO hat on, as we say. Yes. So the yes. front of house was getting, was beautiful. There was really no issues. Mm-hmm. You were marketing, everything was going really well with that. The back of house, you weren't a planner as much, you know, yet, right. You weren't really, like you said, you had a kind of a vision board, but not a plan to attack that right. vision. So we right. worked through that a lot on, in mm-hmm. the uh, retail made simple and through all the 
other things. So I watched you become a quarterly planner. And it's so, it's so funny. It's, you're like, I've got my goals. I've got my, you also joined the, my mastermind group in November. Yeah. I think you joined us yes. in November, uh, mm-hmm. the level up mastermind group in November. So, you know, and again, that's a tight group of pretty impressive retailers in there working, but you did that. So I, and one of the things, um, and I really want to touch on this, um, uh, not, not quickly, but I just want to point out one of the biggest struggles in businesses like yours and a lot of retailers like me, I was a prime and I've, Again, I share this all the time. I was a one-woman show-ish, right? Like I say, one-woman right. show. I had some support, I had some help, but really, Wendy's driving the show, right? It's my shop. It's my, you know, I teach the workshops. I set the stage. I do the merchandising. I order the product, like you know, and mm-hmm. that was your story as well. And you and yeah. I had a very. Uh, there was a, a point in time where you had to sort of step away from your business for a couple uh, six weeks. I think you had to step away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so, so stepping away from the, and I think it's so funny. It's not funny. It's funny. Now looking back, one of your biggest fears was, yes, I have things under control on the back, right? We had, we were, you were really doing well with your CEO stuff and your planning and your organizing, but this letting go was really hard for you. Right. I, if I, if I can, <laughs> if I can throw this at you and we can talk yes. about this, I know, and I want to honor your time. I know we're running a little late, but I really want to talk about this. It's such a big thing for so many of us. So we can have our CEO hat on and our brain can say, I know I need to have help because if we're going to grow these businesses, we cannot do it alone. Like, you know, we can. Mm-hmm. And then, so I have people say to me, well, I can get a bookkeeper and I can get a cleaner and I can do, but I'm not giving up control of the business, but you had to, you were forced I to, had to step away for yes. about six weeks out of your shop, mm-hmm. which is like, but this is the magic to me. This is magic because a lot of people would have to close their shop and you did not have to. You had support from, you had your family and uh, some other employees that were close knit to you. Yes. But you'd never given them control before. I wanted to no, know. That was, no, yeah, yeah. I, I remember a conversation we had and I, I just wanted to. We again, did. Throw, I was not throwing you under the bus, but I want to be. No, I'm, I would yeah. love, I actually want, would love to share that because that is something um, that was shifting like game changing for me and still is um yeah it was in january of this year and i don't mind saying i had a planned surgery and um so the good news is i knew i was going to be away from the shop and we planned it for after the holidays and you know january is typically the slowest month of the year and blah 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 so um but i i had a call scheduled with wendy and i said wendy help because (laughs) i'm a control freak and i said this is my baby and you, t- you helped me change what I, what I call my business too. It's my passion, not my baby, um, because other people can take care of it. It's not just mine. And yeah. it's also theirs. I mean, my kids actually do work in my business. My daughter works with me full time and it is such your a Babies a literally boy. work in your baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that yeah, was, so she's yeah, doing our funny. graphic design and our website and all that. Yeah. She got the shop right now while I'm doing this. And our son, who is still uh, a senior at Florida state, uh, majoring in art, um, he has, like a line of products in our store and he works in our store. And then um, his wonderful girlfriend was helping us as well. Um, and like it, 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 they, they all stepped up to the plate while I was out on the sofa for four to eight, I think it was six weeks. Yeah. Um, but I remember you telling me it was uh, the two words that got me through it were trust and gratitude trust and gratitude. And the trust part was so huge in let them make decisions. When new products come in, I don't need to tell them where to put them. I don't need to tell them what signage to put up. They already know how to put it in the system. And then the gratitude part is thank you for doing that. 
not nitpicking or anything like that. And they did a beautiful job. They're all wonderfully creative, intelligent adults that um, carried our business through. Now they would text me when they had questions and things like that and kept me up to date on everything. But it was wonderful. I thought it was amazing. And I'm sharing this and I wanted to share the story because um, we can't be control freaks in our business. It will never grow. Like it's so hard to be control freaks. If we learn to lead and we learn to teach and 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 trust <laughs> and be grateful that other people will help us, those two things are really big. I mean, we have to, you know, they knew your business and, you know, so I was really moved actually um at how easy not how easy it was for you but I remember we had a, a conversation and you're like I don't even I haven't even been, I haven't even been into the shop I haven't even been tempted to go in the shop I don't even know because I think you know we think well they're not going to merchandise it or they're going to make the store dirty or they're going to leave boxes out no they're right. not we have no. to trust that they have yes. learned and they know how we run our business like you know they're not going to be you know well I don't know nobody else can talk to the customers like I do well, right. yes, they can. Yeah, they yeah. can. So <laughs> this is a big shift for um, a lot of retailers. And I, I hope people are listening to, and, and right now I can hear right now, like, well, that wouldn't happen for me. I mean, she's like a shed her kids, but that's not the same. I mean, we have trusted employees. If we lead well and we do trust our people that we are leading, um, this is, again, part of wearing that CEO hat that I watched you so beautifully over the last year uh, do. So, um, I, yeah, I just, I've been super impressed with watching how you've been planning and executing, planning and executing and, you know, changing things up in your business, making decisions based on profits and margins and joy, right? Going back to your roots. I think we've, yes. uh, we've seen you go a lot back to your roots. It's been a, it, it's been a, it's been a good year. And I know, I know we could talk about a million other things. I, I really yeah. want to honor your time. Um, what, what's, what's next for your business right now? What would okay. you say? What's coming? up for the heart and hair oh. all right so uh and one other thing to go oh, with what you were just yeah. saying as you know we just hired a new team member who oh, yeah. i've known forever and has a lot of experience and is actually one of the artists that we carry in our shop and while we were gone for a week to the mountains at the beginning of july she ran the shop for me while i was gone and i did not worry about it the whole time so that's that, huge that is yeah. huge from, I just, well, let's just talk about this because from yeah. in January this woman that we're talking to right now yeah. this Amy woman <laughs> that was literally freaking out about like you were just like how am I going to I think it was almost like I think you were hoping that I was going to help you um learn how to control them from home from your bed <laughs> Like that was sort of the conversation. You're like, how can I get them to do this? How should we close? Should we not open this? I, I, there was lots of that panic. I think panic would be a good word of like, and again, the trust. Um, so that was January. This is like August that we're recording this. And it's yeah. like, okay, look how far you've come. And now you left the shop to yeah. a stranger. And, yeah. Oh, was able to up. focus on the family and what we were doing there, which is another whole, right. You know, and you were able to the whole podcast. Well, and, yeah, but you were able to go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we often talk about, yeah. um, yeah, we we should do a podcast on how family affects our business because really yes. it's like a whole thing, other thing. But anyway, life behind so, the, life behind the counter, right? Of all the other things that happen. Yes. But yeah, there's a lot going on for your business. Can you just it share is. a little bit of uh, yes, touch on? I know you yes. you know I know there's a lot. So yeah, so um, just in general, like I I think I was telling Wendy before that like we feel like we've gone full circle. We're kind of back to those roots. We're back to being creative again now that we have space in our heads to now that we're organized and have space in our heads to think about really what's next, what are our goals for, you know, next quarter, quarter after that. So we're back to designing. I'm doing a lot of custom twalls and things like that. We just got our first wholesale order. I cannot so, wait for you to share, um, to share one about of our this line. exciting. Yep. 
Yes. And um, yeah, we have an officially licensed um, collegiate squall that um, it is uh, in another story. And the whole licensing process could be another whole podcast as well. Um, but yeah, my daughter is back into creating more things for us as well. And we're back into collaborating with um, with other artists, getting our designs on ceramics with the local beautiful ceramicist. Where are you in? Like just... I just see a lot of things coming full circle right now. And we have, um, we're focusing back on our designs and um, really filling our shop with those. So um, kind of back to our roots. We're really excited about it. Right. I, I'm excited for you. And I, I want to just pull out, out of that again, that these big things are happening because you've taken the time to pop out of that hole, <laughs> have a look yes. around, right. Yes. And attached. I know, I, I, I know that, uh, I'm not like sometimes people say, oh, like, you know, all about planning and stuff, but there are benefits and really big things happening when you do take time to decide, like, what do we want for our business? How do we want to get there? Is this profitable? What do we really, truly want? And that is, those are the things I've seen you action, like instead of just being busy and how can we make more money and, you know, which, which is great. I mean, now you're making money doing what you love, like we're making yeah. profits and we're being smart about it we're doing margins and we're talking about, you know, cause I know we talk about this a lot in, you know, um, just finding your passion, but again, right back to your passion and why did you open your stock shop in your first, in the first right. place, not just to right. be busy making money and in the till and, you know, like which, which nobody listening needs to get, they can't get me wrong on this. It's, we want to have customers. We want, we want to do it with things that fill us up and, you know, passionate about and, um, Again, keep doing your collaborations. You're doing so many things. You're being super intentional about your product lines right yeah. now. You're being super yeah. intentional about your goals. And I, I'm seeing all of this. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> so like, I'm like, you. I'm like proud mommy here. Like, no, but I do. And I, and I have the pleasure of, of, of watching, you know, uh, again, because Amy's in my uh, mastermind group and, and still working with you uh, a lot. So I love it. I love seeing how things have come back to your original uh, and I'm excited about your projects back to your original passion, but yet still doing all the things and your customers are still really happy and your collaborations are still really good. But um, reaching those milestones is fun, isn't it? Like those goals and seeing them come to fruition and yes. it's really exciting instead of just it being really busy. Is. Yeah. Yep. Cause we can yep. all be busy. Yeah. And letting other, and taking yeah. a week off to go to the mountains is pretty nice too. Right. And, yes, not have, and, and the, and the till's still coming, you know, the, the stuff's still mm -hmm. selling in the shop. And I know a lot of us, you know, we'll just close the shop for a week, but um, getting that trust back as well too. So, okay. Thank you so much. As we wrap up though, before we go, I always ask my guests if there's something, you know, advice that you could give another shop owner, maybe a, a quote, maybe, you know, share a habit or, you know, something that you would like to share with other retailers that would inspire them um as we as we get ready to sign off um i think sometimes it's so easy to get overwhelmed when you are making all those plans and when you've been such a help to me like breaking those down into steps kind of working it backwards and whatnot the saying that used to always come to my mind was how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time but i don't really like the idea of eating an elephant so i changed it <laughs> Okay, yeah. So my husband and I sometimes when we get a spare moment or two, we like to you know get take our bikes and go riding through um, the hills and the woods and things like that. And you know when you're when you're going up that big long hill, it's literally one pedal push yeah. at a time, and that's going to get you up that hill. So you just really need to focus on breaking down those steps. Know that you're going in the right direction. That you're going up that hill. Yeah. But knowing that, what do I need to get done today? You know. That's going to get step. 
closer. And then you're not going to get so overwhelmed. Sometimes when you're saying doing all the things, I know we say that a lot. Yeah. What do I need to do today? What are the, and Wendy really has helped all along with that um, for me getting that. I'm a a big teacher of, and thank you. I'm glad because I'm glad that that's working for you. I do see that working for you because really what's the next step, right? I'm a big believer in breaking, reverse engineering is the word we use all the time. We do that for a lot of things, reverse engineering all the steps and then just type the next step and the next step. And every day we make progress, right? We, you know, people that think they're going to leap and bound to having this wholesale line, you know, you just like, you just said that doesn't happen without the steps. It does not happen overnight. (laughs) Every step has to be crossed (laughs) off too. So I know like you've also, uh, you know, I'm, um, I'm a big believer in habits and, 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 and habits and, uh, and I've seen you really put a lot of, you know, business habits on and, you know, and Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, no, that's a good habit to have like in your head all the time, every, you know, reverse engineering and um, anything else you want to share with us before we sign off? Oh, I was thinking about like um, another, another bit of advice, kind of like all the squirrels that are running by. Yeah. To, yeah. And, <laughs> the squirrels. <laughs> yeah, the, we all have the squirrels running around in our head. Yes. Yes. Endless with what you yeah. can do. And it's really making a decision of this is what I am going to do. I think you said like there's an idea of parking garage or something like yeah. that. Idea, idea. Parking, idea parking lot is one of my favorite. That's it. That's, it. that's where that's where I store all those squirrel brained ideas. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Let me think about it, and we, maybe we'll do that in the future. And there, it's okay to tell someone. Let me think about it. I got I painted myself into a lot of corners early on when I yeah. you know be meeting with someone and agree right there to do something or about this little aspect of whatever. And it's, I've learned, and I'm still learning, but it's okay to say, hey, that's a great idea. Let me think about it and get back to you so that you really can think things through before you. Um, and that's only fair to you and to the person or entity that you're dealing with. So. Right. Yeah. One of the, one of the big things for me and I, and I've seen you do this and I've seen a lot of other uh, members do this as well. You know, that is why we have, i plan out 90 day goals and visions, because then it's easier to make decisions on yes or no, because if we already know our goals and what our bandwidth and how much time we have and how much money we want to make and how we want to do it over the next quarter, when some, when a harebrained idea either pops in our head or somebody, you know, throws an opportunity, opportunities can be great, but it's easier Mm -hmm. to say, it's nice to be able to say yes, because that works in my plan. I have the time I can do that or no. I'm, you know, it just doesn't fit into this 90 day window or, you know, it doesn't fit in, but you know what, that's a great idea. Let's talk about that later. What I it, like, that's, that, that's conversations I have in my own head too. Like, that's a great idea when <laughs> let's do that yes. next yeah. quarter, or let's do that, mm-hmm. you know, because right now we are booked up and again, um, going into fourth quarter, you know, right now, as, as we're talking, you know, we're, we need to really be good about saying yes and no. So thank you for bringing that up. That is such great advice. So thank you so much for joining us today. I'm, I'm, I know that you've inspired so many and so many retailers, your journey is um, not unlike others, but yet everybody's unique. We do all kinds Mm -hmm. of unique things. Um, And it's so inspiring to see how the hair and the heart and how Amy Hart has just grown and expanded um, over the, you know, over the last few eight, Eight years. How many years have you been in? So you opened originally in 2016. 2016. It's five five years now. So look at you growing and expanding and then just leveling up all the time, right? So leveling up and getting getting that CEO hat on. It's been such a pleasure to watch you do that. So thank you so much for joining us, Amy. Thank you, Wendy. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. 
I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. 